All right, here we go. Hot Podcast, episode number 75, season four, episode 15. We're recording on Monday, June 12th for Tuesday, June 13th. McLean Baxley interview at the end, talking Braves, Hawks, Atlanta United, top five NBA players of all time, and coffee shops. Really, really good interview at the back end. But first, Spencer and I will talk about Carter Holton, the Benedictine product that was ridiculously not selected in the 2021 MLB draft. We'll talk about that. The Bravos finishing the all-star break at 44 and 45. USA basketball falling to Nigeria and then hopefully beating France and a lot, lot more. Stay tuned. Here we go for a 75th time. The Hot Takes Podcast. My name is Van Johnson. I'm 67. Made up the city of Savannah. I'm pro go Let's go. That's all we need. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, hits like me, just like me. Nah. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, hits like me, just like me. Okay, Spencer, it's episode 75 of the Hot Grits Podcast. Lots to talk about today. We're going to start with baseball, talk about the All-Star Game, talk about the Bravos finishing the first half at 44 and 45. What else is new? A Hot Grits Podcast episode with the Bravos. I hate when our teams that we cover aren't doing well, dude, because I like we get so hyped to do the podcast and like I want to bring the energy, but it's just like, yeah. And then by the time like the week is done, like we have so much to complain about. Yeah, Um, it just it turns quickly into a complaining podcast, and we're really good at that. Like we can entertain that way, but I don't want to be that guy. You know, no, we that's not what we're about. But yeah, look. We're here to report the news. Yeah, we're chameleon. Do we're uh, what? What are they called? What's the animal that? No, I think chameleon was right. Okay, yeah, we, we change can, colors. Yeah, we can fit in wherever we need to. Dude, we play Ooh, our role. I'm we over play here. our role. Now I'm right? here. Now I'm there. Yeah, Carter Holton, the kid we've talked about for a while now on this podcast, in and out, uh, two no hitters this year. Yeah, at BC, absolute senior. Stud. Yeah, point five. Nine career ERA, an all-time record for the state of Georgia, breaking Adam Wainwright. Couldn't get that tenth of an ERA just for the career bottom. record. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do uh, it. His senior year, just to set this up, point three nine ERA. Okay. Sheesh. One hundred and seventy-seven outs recorded, so fifty-nine innings pitched. One hundred and thirty-seven of those were strikeouts. Right. So he did everything on the field that he could. Seventy-seven percent of the outs he got were by strikeout. So he really didn't even need. Eight other gloves yeah. behind him. This is all to say that today's MLB draft, uh, I think a lot of pro teams missed out on a big chance. Carter Holton was expected to go in the top four to seven rounds in today's MLB draft, day two of three. Well, we learned, we're recording this Monday evening. Uh, we learned just a few minutes before recording this, Spencer, that Holton turned down three offers in the fifth round on Monday. Um, Big Frank, shout out to our guy Big Frank for breaking the news that Holton was going to Vanderbilt where he was originally committed. But I have this for you, Spencer, because I know I can't come to you with an honest heart and not have news for you. Right. I know you're a tough crowd. You need yeah, breaking news. I need, I need something to chew on, dude. So let me let you chew on this. At 110... The Angels called Carter Holton at pick 110 overall. $900,000 was the slot offer from them. He turned it down. Okay? 116 overall, the Brewers, 850000 He turned that down. 123 overall from the Cubs, 
the third and final phone call to Carter Holton of the day. He turned that down, $850,000 from the Cubs. He wanted, he wanted $1 million, and he wasn't going to settle for it. He said he's going to bet on himself. Um, I imagine he'll do some hitting yeah. at Vanderbilt. Uh, I imagine he'll hit the ball a lot and often and a long way. And he's going to be taking the place of Kamar Rocker and uh, the lighter kid at Vanderbilt. So big shoes to fill. But yeah. So Vanderbilt as a consolation prize feels weird. Yeah, that's not that, that's not that bad. You know what I mean? And best best program in the country, like bar none. Yeah, and it matters like well, yeah, best baseball program pretty much undisputed. Yeah. Okay. Top ten school probably academically? Yeah. Top ten? Easily. Okay, yeah. So conservatively it's at least Ivy League of the South is what everyone says. That's Valdosta State. Can, can, are you ready for some hawk uh that's Valdosta State? That's Valdosta State. Are you, ready for, Ivy League of the are you South. ready for some takes here? Yeah, give me some. Carter will be fine. All right. He he's gonna be okay. But yeah. this is terrible. I mean, obviously he slid. You don't want that. You know what I mean? If you're Carter Holden, you you would prefer to go in the first round. Well, but to be clear, he was but, ranked 128th going yeah. in. He got calls at 110, 116, yeah. and 123. That's, yeah, and he didn't take. Right, know, so that's. All right, fair. It's not like he was. All right, so he didn't get what he wanted, but Carter will be fine. This isn't that bad of a day for Carter. This is a terrible day if you're Savannah baseball, in my mind. If you're like, if well, you're a, tough, a coach, if you're, it's tough because the next Carter Holden is going to see Okay, this guy did everything that he could. I mean, he was. And to be clear, there will be no next Carter Holden. Yeah, not. Like, but I mean, if you're the ever. next stud that comes right, out of Savannah, right. the next stud that comes out of Savannah is going to look and see. Okay, this guy did everything that he could. Everything he was nearly perfect, and it still wasn't enough to get him in that first round money. You it's, know what I mean? It, yeah, it's crazy so it's to like, think a hundred thousand dollars separated them. Yeah, um, and I'm not blaming either side. Well, like, just, I don't know. If if Carter goes down to an IMG or something like that, and he does that in that program, do you think he goes in the first round? No, 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 because he, Carter was a known commodity. He yeah. played all over the country, played on TV, played in front of huge crowds, played against. So what's he got to do? He man? Played like, against several guys that were drafted. Played with and against guys that were drafted in the first round. Yeah. yesterday. So he goes to Vanderbilt, and he's probably going to be one of the best freshmen in the entire country. Problem is, it's not the NBA. There is no one and done. Yeah. He's so, got to go again. Right. But again, best program in the country, full ride. You're living in Nashville. Could be worse, man. Yeah. Like, and nowadays, you get to make money off of your likeness. So, so yeah. Nowadays is in this past month. But, well, we want to be clear. If Carter is listening to this, um, and he probably is, great yeah. taste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if he is listening to this, we would love to somehow be the official sponsor of Carter Holden, name, image, likeness Yeah, at Vanderbilt. Absolutely. I don't know if we can afford them. We're looking for HGP athletes. We'll have to negotiate down from that $1 million mark for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're big time, but not. I don't think we got $1 million in the slot pool. Yeah, I don't want to have to sell my non-existent house. Do you know who might have $1 million in the slot pool? Who's that? John Henderson and the guys at Coach's Corner. Mm, because yeah, they they've got at least it they've got one point. Seven billion TVs. Looks so like, maybe just sell a couple let me of TVs. the stats here. Let me okay. crunch the number. It looks like 1.96 billion televisions right. at Coach's Corner in Savannah. 912-352-2933. Call in. Get your food ready before you get there. Get it to go. Or go have a seat at the bar. Get weird like we do. Yeah, we might we might actually go there tonight. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I might bring a milk carton for Mr. Bain. Yeah. Go check out Rubbin' and Grubbin', their YouTube page uh, on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Subscribe, uh, rate, unsubscribe, then subscribe again, rate again. Same thing for Carl DeMossi, coaching the AD. And then Who's on First Base podcast with Carl 
and Kyle Lawson, wherever you find your podcast. I love the first base show, dude. Yeah. I've, I've watched a couple times. I love Carl. Have talking you about heard baseball. Kyle Lawson talk about baseball? Yeah. This guy gets the fuck after it, bro. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, sometimes, like, you know how it is. Sometimes yeah. you get in front of the microphone and you just don't have, like, a hardcore take or you yeah. just don't have a lot to say. That's never happened to one Kyle Lawson. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always has baseball on the mind. We'll have to have him it's, on the show at some point. Bro, too. it's infectious. Yeah, it yeah. really is infectious. So check those guys out. We are very grateful to Coach's Corner and right, the so, support. So where, so where do we go from here? We talk All-Star. That's coming up. Yeah, the All-Star like, game in the Braves for sure. Let's talk about that. First, I want to run down these people that supported us this week. Anchor.fm slash hot grits slash support. Thank you to Jay Cheat, Mike Dub, Jimmy, Josh, Deb, Brandy, and Mike Fulte. Still, someone signed up as Mike Fulte <laughs> and is contributing 99 cents a month. So whoever did that, hilarious, that, they were literally our second supporter, and that was months ago. Someone has been donating 99 cents a month under the name Mike Fulte. So to be clear, if you want to support us, you don't have to use your real name. Just your real debit card. You can sign up as Clay Hamill's. If you'd like. The Braves 44-45. We have McLean Baxley at the end of the podcast to talk a lot about the Braves, but pretty Ro- devastating news. I mean, Ronald Acuna going down, like you don't want to come here to talk or to hear that, you know, days later. I would just say this, like something's gotta give for this team now. Even if it's fake, even if they don't buy. They got to have some sort of fight coming out in the second half. They, yeah. got, they have a really tough schedule coming out the first couple series. And for me, dude, it's like if all this is happening, if, I, if the Braves are striking out nine consecutive times to start the game on Sunday against Pablo Lopez, never happened in the history of baseball before. We got to hit somebody. We got to throw at the Marlins. We got, there's got to be something. Snickers got to get thrown out fake. Like something's got to happen. There has to be Shake some it up a little bit. sort of yeah, some sort of fight. Acting like you care. It just seems like and we talk about this with Baxley, like it seems like there's a lot hanging over this franchise, namely the Freddie Freeman contract. Yeah. Uh I see I don't I I don't know. I don't want to speculate what Liberty's gonna do. You know what I mean? It's like a corporation owning this team still feels like still feels like that's what's holding them back. Well, they you have know? the ability, like Abundantly clear, they have the ability to make trades to improve this ball club enough to be a World Series contender. Yeah, I think. So, I think. I, I don't know, know that. I, I do know that. I mean, okay. based off of what people that know that have said. Yeah. In the last 24 to 48 hours. Like, that won't be the problem. The problem will be, do are they convinced that they're two moves away from being a World yeah. Series contender. It's, you think you think take they would, a lot of convincing for you me. You think they would that. bring somebody in like Chris Bryant, dude? That would get uh, that that doesn't win them the World Series, but that would if nothing else put asses in seats, right? Like yeah, I think that yeah. would be huge, well, dude. I'm not going to a Braves game for then, the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, then you could then theoretically put Riley in left. Yeah. You could I, I'm good with Heredia at, at center field. Like it's not ideal, but like I'll run Heredia out there. You can't have you can't have Adrianza and Heredia in there every day. No. And the catcher position, Luke Roy's been all right since, yeah. he, since he started playing. Um, but, yeah, so left field or third base, that's where they would have to acquire a bat, I would think. Ideally, both and maybe a reliever. Yeah. Or else, like we've said in the past, 
sell off. Which, yeah, you, you need to either sell, but I, I like, like I said, I'm not going to a Braves game for the rest of the year if they don't bring somebody. It's I'm just not going to see those bros lose four to yeah. two. Like I'm not yeah. doing it, dude. So uh, you got to get something to either put asses in the seats or make you better for the next two years, or if not, like. I don't know. I'm out on this team, dude. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but like, maybe they turn around. Maybe they go on a crazy winning streak. I hope they do. I, I just don't see it personally. But maybe this like this injury galvanizes the team. But that is a big, big blow. Quick update on our guy Pablo Sandoval: two hundred batting average overall, one twenty five with runners in scoring position, two twenty two with men on base. He's slugging a robust three eighty five. Twelve of his thirteen hits. How much came- does he pay you in rent? Came in April and May. How so that is, was years ago. How much does he pay you in rent? I have to just update the people on how shitty Pablo Sandoval is. Yeah, I know. Is. But he is I mean, in your head, It is dude. a known commodity. Uh, the All-Star he is, game. He is a f- The Home Run dude, Derby dude. tonight as no we record shaming, this. But he is fat. Like, undeniably right. Are we going to move on? Yes! You're obsessed right. with Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> Who do you like in the Home Run Derby? Dude? I'm, ex- so, I'm actually excited for this Home Run Derby more so than I've been in years. I'm, I'll say that. I'm not... But I've heard a lot of people say that. Lame. Uh, by the time people are listening to this, the Home Run Derby is over. But yeah. the All-Star game is Tuesday night. That doesn't mean we can't put our takes out there for the No, I'm right calling Joe. My pick would be Joey Gallo. Um, okay. That's, that's not a boring that's pick. That's my pick. That's not boring. Shohei Otani, the sexy pick. He'll be yeah. starting on the mound and batting leadoff for the American League Club. They're, gonna, they're tweaking the DH rules a little bit because it's an exhibition game. Um, just once again proving that they can at any point in time add the DH to the National League like it always should have been and make it equal. But now they'll only do that in the All-Star game for yeah. Shohei Otani. It's messed up that Austin Riley isn't in the home run derby first and foremost. Young handsome, yeah, baby. Like, Young handsome, uh, Lighthouse baby. power, as uh, <laughs> Chipper Jones once famously said. Lighthouse <laughs> power, dude. Guy's a wagon. Dancy <laughs> Swanson. wagon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dancy Swanson with two jimmies yesterday, yeah, dude, to close out the first half. That was nice to see. Two uh, ding-dongs, dude. Listen, Wait, Swanson's listen good for a home run when you're down 7-3 in the night. Listen to this betting matchup right, right here, all right? Kay. Shohei Otani versus Juan Soto. What would you what would you say the odds were on that? I, I just venture a guess. And what's the bet? Most home runs or who wins that? No, run? who wins that matchup? Uh, the odds for that are Shohei. Are they both? Is one minus one positive? Yes, one is one's a massive favorite. In my Shohei Otani minus four hundred. No, but that damn you went further with it. It's Shohei Otani minus two ninety five. Juan Soto plus two twenty five. I. I can I, I baseball like, guy you real quick though? Yeah. Elevation, course field, yeah. short porch and right, switch hitter. Yeah. Show This Otani. feels this feels a little bit though like recency by like, Juan Soto is a really good baseball player. Yeah. He can hit the shit out of the ball. So like I I don't know if I put him that far down. You know what I mean? They're gonna fly out at the home run derby. Hopefully it's a good one. Uh you'll know this by the time you're listening. Uh the all-star game Tuesday night though, half the all-stars won't be there. Yeah. Including obviously Ronald Acuna, Jacob Degrom sitting it out. Um, no- notably, two Astros, Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve. You didn't even ask me my home run derby pick. Oh, who's your home? This is super rude of you. I assumed it was Otani. No, it's Matt Olson. Matt Olson's your yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now I'm thinking about it. It's just almost exclusively lefties. Yeah, it makes sense. I like Matt Olson, dude. Matt Olson. All he does is hit home runs. All he does is hit home runs, or he gets out. He strikes out. That's it. I want that guy. I want that guy on my team. That's my home run derby pick. Do you think that Altuve and Correa 
just want no part of people are like, oh, they don't want to be around the fans. They don't want to be in that clubhouse with the other American leaguers. Yeah. Think about it. That would be the first time since COVID, since the sign stealing stuff yeah, came yeah. out, that Altuve would be right next to, you know, I would, I was going to say one of the Yankees, but none of them are good enough to be all stars. Um, but like in, in a clubhouse like that, like it just seems like they're never going to risk that. DeGrom makes sense because he has injuries, but. I mean, when when the best stars aren't showing up and the game is in Denver at Coors Field, it should be in Atlanta, it should be in Georgia. So, stay so around. obviously. I'm dude. boycotting all it's, of it. And now no one even remembers why it's not in Atlanta. You know what I mean? If you were to ask the Well, you just person, wonder how often are they going to so use this bullshit, platform? Dude. Like, are they going to use the platform at all? Are they going to talk about the voting a lot at all? Yeah. I no, mean, I don't think no, they will. No. I don't think they will. Yeah, they won't bring it up at all. I mean, it's just so a, much bullshit. Just a fruitless uh, theft by Major yeah. League Baseball is what it was. It was fruitless. Like, it, it benefited them none. All they did was appease the, the mob for 72 hours. They couldn't even, like, hold off for 72 yeah, thanks, hours. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, Rob Manfred. I'm boycotting the entire All-Star Weekend except for... You're not going to watch it at all? The celebrity... No. I'm going to watch the celebrity softball game. Duh. Lame. That's good. I'm watching the Home Run Derby. Entertainment. The Prep Sports Report has been delivering local sports news one way or another for 20 plus years. Where can you find stories and information about the most outstanding student athletes in the Savannah area? PrepSportsReport.com. That's where. Led by our guy Carl DeMossi and former area sports reporter Stephen Weeks, the Prep Sports Report is a reimagined website that wants to celebrate young men and women who are setting the high school sports standard in Savannah and surrounding areas. Go check out PrepSportsReport.com today. Go like Prep Sports Report on Facebook and follow them on Twitter at PrepSAV. PrepSportsReport.com, your number one source for local Savannah High School sports news. All right, let me tell you guys about the 31st annual Vic Mel and Jim Walsh Golf Tournament. July 31st, 2021 at Southbridge Golf Club, a foursomes event and one of Savannah's best. $1.2 million in the last 30 years has been raised by this golf tournament, so you know it's a big one. 912-704-4281. Call or text Joseph. Tell him the Hot Grits podcast sent you to sign up for your sponsorship opportunities or to get your foursome in the 31st annual Vic Mel Jim Walsh Golf Tournament. 912-704-4281. Tell him the Hot Grits podcast sent you. Did you watch the uh, the McGregor? No, fight? no, no, no. I let you watch that. I, I did, was... I did. As short as it was, um, do you want to talk about that or USA basketball? We'll wrap with USA basketball. Let's, I, w- I want to hear you. You said it was almost. How did you describe his le- ankle breaking, leg breaking? Um. So you still haven't seen? You've seen pictures? I've seen the video of okay. him breaking, but. You, I, just, you hadn't been watching the fight up until that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so didn't watch it. So very short because obviously UFC fights just don't last long at all. They're just all a charade. Well, it's because we're boxing guys. You know what I mean? We like to see 
I mean, it's just brutal that it lasts 20 seconds, yeah. and I bet a unit on McGregor 10 minutes before the fight started. Yeah. Damn it, that was stupid. McGregor, <laughs> McGregor had won the previous 10 seconds of yeah. the round, I thought. He was like easing his way, and it seemed like... Which is a, weird that you said that, because that's not what I read everywhere. It said... They, they make it out to seem like he had clearly He had clearly lost the round. Okay. Let me be clear about that. But in the immediate seconds leading up to his... Like, he landed, like, not haymakers, but he landed some hits. So he's yeah. working his way in, and as he goes back to step on kind of the balls of his feet, he lands on the balls of his feet, and then as his heel comes down, his heel hits the ground, and then his leg just, like, keeps going, almost like it was, like, Tetris. Like, it just, like, a perfect fold. And then he just sat on his ass. Yeah. And they called it. I don't even know. What Doesn't it seem like people like don't want to feel bad for Conor McGregor? I feel like we're supposed to not like Conor McGregor. I like him, dude. I like him. I think he's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's him how talking, he's made his living. Him talking shit as his ankle's broken. He just broke his ankle and Joe Rogan's like squatting next to him with, I saw this part, yeah. squatting next to him. with that was a he's great like, picture. Your wife's in me dims. <laughs> <laughs> So funny, dude. He's already selling the next fight. Like, he just broke his leg. His, his, his legs in tatters, and he's talking shit that his wife wants to, f- you know what I mean? Like, it sucks. I'm going to drop F bombs on this podcast. I'm not that person anymore, dude. Yeah. I'm not, I stopped short. I'm not that person anymore. We grow. You know what I mean? I was that person up until episode 40. Now I don't say the F word on this podcast. Chameleon. My, yeah, chameleon, dude. Family guy. I vibe. That's it. Family guy, chameleon successful clean John Carr real estate John Carr real estate okay, John yeah. Carr real estate in Savannah call our guy John Carr if you're buying or selling real estate in the Savannah area 912-228-0916 or visit him johncarrealty.com John Carr real estate on Facebook Instagram and Twitter if you call John tell him the hot Crits podcast sent you and I'll knock a little something off that listing price call him today if you're buying selling or just interested in the Savannah real estate market 912-228-0916 boxing is better than ufc spencer and it sucks that wilder fury scheduled for late july pushed back to october now it does suck because of covid19 are we really still dealing with this it's crazy to me that like and i don't want to become vaccination guy but like if if you have a heavyweight championship bout to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Part three. Yeah. This is it. Like, I would take, I would put anything in my body and I would make everyone around me do it so as to not have this jeopardized. Now, instead of competing against nothing in late July, they're going to be going against basketball starting. The gauntlet that is the NFL, the monster when it comes to ratings that is the NFL, and baseball, the World Series. Yeah. No, That's I'm pissed. Not as great. I'm pissed. Uh, dude, and I already like Wilder in that fight. Yeah, on I'm the betting line? Oh, my God, yeah. I just I want the American, obviously. First, first off, Wilder is the ultimate puncher's chance guy. Like, all he's got to do is hit you one time. It doesn't matter if you're the mountain from Game of Thrones, dude. If Wilder hits you one time with his right hand, you're going down, dude. That's it. You know what I mean? So, give him the puncher's chance, and he's going to be a massive underdog. I don't know what the line was, but he's going to be a massive underdog. Like, every expert is picking Fury. You know what I mean? I could never imagine. Like, I'm either just going to not bet it. Yeah. But I will, undis- like, undeniably root 
for Wilder because he's an American. I could not imagine yeah. ever rooting against an American when it's an international person against an American. And people do yeah. it all the time. I just well, I could not imagine it. it boxing's like a personality sport. I, I yeah. did it. Fury's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like He's just a cool dude. The whole like tongue on the neck thing last time, that was funny. I don't know. Boxing- Dana, do you think Dana White and them should have to answer to, to how... I guess the whole card itself, hours worth of entertainment is worth the money, but man, it's that just, fight's not worth that much yet money. A, yeah. It's yet another snoozer, bro, from from the up and coming sport led by your guy Dana White. My guy, your guy. I don't Dana even like White. MMA. I don't. I never watch it. You, you love it? About, no, I don't, dude. I'm boxing guy. I'm bigger boxing guy than you are, dude. I go to the bar and I own it completely. I'm. I am one time boxing guy. We talked about that on the podcast. I'm one-time boxing guy every six months. I act like I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, he's got to keep his hands up. His hands are too low. You know what I mean? I've never, I've never been ashamed of that. You, you're like, you try and go Big J on us. Teddy Atlas still is electric, dude. When you get yeah. Teddy Atlas in front of the camera, bro, he gets yeah. going. Stephen A. Smith did not come off well. No, you, no, no. UFC he's, fans he's do not his... like him, bro. <laughs> yeah. He is out of his depth. Yeah, he's out of his depth for sure. That he's been made fun of a million times already by MMA guys. Yeah, like Joe Rogan's made fun. They of They don't him fuck before. around either, yeah, bro. No, no. They get, it's like, um, like I sort of like the Grateful Dead. Like I like some of their songs. Yeah, but if you were to try, if and... I met a Grateful Dead fan, I would just tell them like I don't even like Grateful Dead because I don't want them to know. Yeah, that I'm no, no, that's that a mistake. That's a mistake songs. because then they're gonna talk to you like try and convince you. But they'll to like show the you the Dead. live extended version. That yeah, they were yeah, at, yeah, yeah. They were at Red Rocks. Same thing. Same thing with MMA guys. Same thing. We're at Red Rocks. There's a lot of bros. There's a lot of crossovers between festival guys and MMA guys. There's a lot of people don't talk about that enough. On next week's podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, we never did get back to that Scotty Pippen. You were going to convince me Scotty Pippen, top five, player in the nineties, nineties player. I was going to convince you that UFOs and aliens were real. We will get back to that at some point. Yeah, Uh, not on this episode. Instead, Shannon Sharp said Kobe Bryant. He said this this week in Shannon Sharp fashion just to make news. Kobe Bryant, not a top five all-time player. Which is right. Kind of a hot take. Like, but, he, but Kobe is right there, and it's enough to start a conversation. So I'll let you go. My top five? First. My top five? Oh, man, brutal. We're not saying in any order. I didn't have my notes pulled We're up not saying in any order, and obviously MJ LeBron for, okay. for both of us. I actually have. So your next three. I, I won't. Is it messed up that I do have them in order? Does you just want me to say them out no, of order? You can say them in order okay. if you want. All right, I'm just not going to commit to that. All right, so I got I got my order. It's like a loose order. I could be convinced. You know what I mean? Loose butthole. One sure. one I'm convinced, and five I'm convinced that that's where they slide. One MJ, no shocker there for me. Uh, I got two LeBron. That's uh, I feel like that would shock a lot of people in my life. Three Kareem, four Bird. I I went back and forth between Bird and Magic, um, and then five Steph. I went back and forth between Steph and Magic. There we were talking about like how it's tough to include. Like I feel like Wilt, you can't have you Wilt. can't have Wilt and Kareem. You can't have and three Bill centers Russell, too. And, and I can't have like four Lakers. Yeah. Right, so it's like. Uh, well, it's a lot. what I did is I went like by era. I was like, this guy was the best player of his well, era. Three Lakers and a LeBron. Yeah. Sorry. So I included the two best players from this era, which, in my opinion, right. LeBron and Curry, because I think this is the best era that's ever been. You know, the players yeah. are just better. Agreed. Uh, then I took MJ, who's so dominant for so long. Kareem was the best player of his era. And then 
uh, Bird kind of slotted in between those dudes. You know what I mean? And I think Bird is objectively better than Magic Johnson. I think people who argue against that are stupid. You know what I mean? Give me the points, dude. Give me the points over the assists every day. Yeah, but, and Bird did Unless it. it's Trey Young. I, I think Bird... Well, Bird and Magic are very comparable. I mean, like, I'm not going to go down that road. But, yeah, like, you can make an argument either way. The point yeah. is, though, Kobe not in your top five. Yeah, no, he's not. Okay, for me, MJ, Le- MJ LeBron, in no specific order, Kareem, Kobe, Bird. That's my five. MJ LeBron, Kareem, Kobe, Bird. Yep. In no specific order. Yeah. I mean... So, so I was going back and forth, number just, five. Just on the court, Kobe right? And Not Magic. like the off-the-court stuff. Just on the court. Correct. Best top five all time. Okay. Those are our five. I Wait. mean, I, yeah, I can buy... See, the thing is, dude, I can buy Kobe as be convinced. a top five player. And, like, I think if he played today... I, you know, if you do this thing, if he played today, would he be a better shooter? Like, would he work on different things? Would he, you know... Would he have the analytics Would he have another superstar alongside yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Kobe is a top five talent. You know what I mean? I, it just didn't play out that way in his career where he was like undisputably the best player. Yeah. You know, any yeah. Given point. Uh, who do not... you like? Suns, Bucks. Suns are leading two to one right now in the series. I originally called Suns and six. I'm going to stick with Suns and six. What about you? I think if the Bucks win game four, the Bucks end up winning the series. What a soft take. I know, I know. But, it's, dude, game fours are just so huge, man. That swing from 3-1 to 2-2 is so massive. Huge. If if the Bucks hold serve, I like them to go on and win the series. Giannis looks like the best player on the floor, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, man. God. God, he's, he's unreal. How, how did that happen? His leg was jello. I don't know, dude. I mean, that guy's unreal, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 the gap is pretty big between him and Booker, in my mind, right? Like, uh, Yeah. I mean, for it's me, yeah. pretty big. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Devin Booker comes out and just wows us for the next few. But right now, the way it looks, it looks like Giannis is undisputably the best player in the court. So I like the Bucks. I think they should not have been heavy underdogs coming in, and they were. Um, I mean, you can make an argument that the Bucks haven't really played all that well since the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. No, no, no. I would buy that. Like they didn't really play all that great against the Hawks. Yeah. You know, I mean, one, they of, the, beat one up, of the games was a beat fluke. A beat up Hawks team, too. A really beat up Hawks team that yeah. wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, obviously they took out the Nets, so like they did the Lord's work there. Yeah. Kyrie Dude, fell off flat earth. This, I, this is the last thing I wanted to say on the NBA. This is a massive L for the NBA, right? The, the Bucks versus. Oh yeah. Whenever you watch this, doesn't it just feel like? Well, that's why you knew it wasn't going to be a sweep because, as we know, the NBA loses money on a sweep. Yeah. They break even if a series goes to five. Game six and game seven are huge, huge moneymakers. So that's why they get the referees to change calls and make <laughs> series. Well, dude, to I, at least I, I don't know. It's just the the on the court product. Like the, it doesn't feel like a finals right, at yeah, all. It doesn't move the it needle. Feels like, me, bro. It feels like January basketball. Well, there's no one to love and there's no one to hate. Yeah, I don't really love or hate it. Either team. I yeah, mean, Cream no... City's soft. They're cupcakes. We've always said that. But And I think... I want to see Chris Paul win one. I think if either of these teams are in any of the finals from the past five years, they get boat raced, dude. Yeah. Boat raced. I think... Get them out of here. If the Bucks were to end up lo- losing in five, you could start making a legitimate case that they are the worst NBA finals team of the last 
yeah. 10, 15 years, maybe since maybe since LeBron's Cavs got oh, whoever, swept by the whoever by the wins it, whoever wins it, aren't they the worst NBA Finals winner in my in recent history? Yeah, I mean it's not even close in my mind. Yeah, since probably Detroit as the last time a team was like this uninspiring. That's not great for the NBA. What's worse for USA basketball in general is that they lost to Nigeria in an exhibition game, and you would have thought the world was falling. We're talking yeah. about practice, man. Yeah. Not a game. I mean, you can tell the players just don't care that much. Well, right? they're led by Kevin Durant, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not going to be the same type of sweat. Like, say what you will about LeBron. If LeBron was there, if LeBron was there, they don't lose to Nigeria, period. Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't even that. know that he would have to play. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree it with that. It wouldn't happen. Not that he's like a Michael Jordan sort, but it just wouldn't happen. It's still like weird to look at. Like, how did a team with Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal? How is Darius Garland on the roster, bro? Yeah. Why no, is he too. on the roster? Well, it's just like, when you look, how did that lineup possibly lose to them? How was that possible? We're going to get you guys to McLean Baxley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our interview with him. It was a fire interview. Dude. Yeah, it was, it was definitely fun. Uh, once again, dude, you had the best question of the entire interview. Well, I'm questions guy. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm a good journalist, man. Prep, That's what people say about me. Prep guy. You, shout do, out, you do the homework. Shout out my guy, Connor Delpreet, uh, who given me the pass for not going to jur- journalism school. Yeah, and Delpreet, day, has, awesome. Delpreet does have that authority. I checked into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I does it speak well. for it. He, yeah. he attends the meetings. He gave me the J-Pass. <laughs> right, to yeah. the G-Pass. It's a J-Pass. You just have to have, uh, like a, it's like a buddy system on the weekends. You right, can't right, just right, be right, walking right, around right, by right, yourself. Right, right. How do they find you on uh, Twitter? Find me at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. I've been bringing the heat lately on Twitter, dude. Uh, I see your following count or follower count is rising. It was creeping. Slowly, it's creeping steadily. Still got the Pope as my profile picture. I feel like that's holding me back, but I stick to it, dude. All right, until episode 76, we're going to get you guys to McLean Baxley now. Thank you to our great sponsors, Coach's Corner, John Carr Real Estate, Bewley Oaks Home Improvement, and PrepSportsReport.com. At Jadon Sports for me on Twitter, at Podcast Grits for the show, HotGritsPod at gmail.com. Tell your friends, only your cool friends. Now, McLean Baxley. Stay safe, wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace. Spencer, can I ask you a question? Yes, you may. All right, thank you. If I were to tell you that you needed someone to fly a plane, where would you go? Uh, you need someone. You have a private airplane. That's how well this podcast is doing. Right. You need someone to fly it for you. Um, I'm not sure. Where should I go, Trav? You would go to the airport, right, and find right. a pilot? Right, right, right. That's what you do. You wouldn't just fly the plane yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a confident guy, but I don't think so. In a similar fashion, if you need home improvement done on your house, you're not just going to go about it yourself, right? You're not just going to become Tim the Tool Man. Absolutely not, no. No, you're going to call Tony at Bewley Oaks, and you're going to call him in Savannah at 912-667-5235. Bewley Oaks Home Improvement, that's B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U. And you're going to tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you. Why, Spencer? Because we are not professional home improvement guys. Because Tony we can't is. fly a plane. Because we can't fly a plane. Exactly. Right. It comes full circle. Call Tony today. Tell him we sent you. He'll fix whatever you need inside your house, right outside your house, above your house, under your house, in your house, in your garage, bathroom, kitchen, all the rooms. I think you get it. 912-667-5235.
right, we're joined now by McLean Baxley, working at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution this summer as a sports intern, covering the Braves now, uh, covered the Hawks, and uh, was on the same beat as me for a while, covering Georgia Southern. Uh, McLean, thanks for joining us from Atlanta from a coffee shop. Is that right? Yeah, happy to be here. It's a good vibe. It's a rainy day, but uh, we're, we're hanging out. We're doing good. What's the standard Baxley order at a coffee shop? I'm, I'm pretty simple. I just go with a, a caramel iced coffee. Nothing too fancy. It looks good. Tastes good. You know, gets, gets me in there. That's, that's Travis's order, too. I'm a caramel guy I'm, a, I'm an espresso guy. Riveting stuff uh, to start. Um, all right, McLean, <laughs> want to ask you about uh, the Braves. Obviously, they wrap up the first half. Um, you're active on Twitter. So am I, my disgust for the Braves and my frustration for them is, I feel like it's just boiling over at this point. You being there. Well, first, let me ask you logistically, what is it like for you covering the Braves? Are you in the press box with COVID and stuff like that? Are you, are you guys still doing zoom interviews? Yeah. So for, uh, Oh, like this weekend was away. It was in Miami, but, uh, for home games, you know, we're in the press box, we're on the field for, uh, buying practice. Uh, you know, zooms are still happening at post game. You're talking to Snit and the players, uh, pregame and post game is still zoom. But, uh, for when, when games are in, you know, Cobb County, the Cobb County Braves let us be in the press box and let us be on the field, uh, for batting practice. And we can talk to guys before the game. And, uh, it's pretty, Pretty back to normal, except for you know after the game, it's it's Zoom interviews. Um, but obviously, you know, no no clubhouse uh, access, no um, nothing like that. But uh, it's been it's been back to pretty pretty much normal uh, for for the most part. Well, on the field, it's been anything but normal for the Braves. It seems like they've had one either freak injury or you know see Waskar, you know, punching a dugout wall or Marcelo Zuna off the field type stuff. The Freddie Freeman contract still lingering over their heads. Now Ronald Acuna Jr. out. Uh, Ian Anderson with some injury worries heading into the All-Star break as well. It seems like if it could go wrong, it did go wrong. What, what's your general sense of how the Braves themselves are feeling inside that clubhouse in the, as we head into the All-Star break? I think they feel like they're right where they need to be, um, you know, as uh, the first you – know, the. Uh, you know, figurative first half. You know, they played more than half their games, but you know, uh, first half comes to a close. They're they're in third place. You know, only about four or five games back from the Mets. I mean, I think if they were any if they were in any other division, uh, it would be uh, rough. But because of how bad the NL East is, I mean, they're still, you know, Smith said yesterday, you know, they're a winning streak away from taking a lead uh, in the East, and that's where they are. Obviously, you know, they had a lot of injuries. I think you know, when you look at their, uh, you know, starting rotation, you know, back in Back in March, um, I don't think any of them are active right now. No, I mean, no. Soroka, Soroka's been out. Uh, you know, Anderson hasn't. Um, he came out yesterday, and and uh, you know, so that he's going to get looked at uh, tomorrow on Tuesday uh, to get his shoulder looked at. And uh, Smith said that he's probably going to go in the IL regardless, just to give him some added rest. And so, and then you know, you know, uh, you know uh, he's um, you know possibly coming back uh, after the All Star break, you know, in August. But uh, and then obviously you know, you've got a, you know like you said Azuna you've got Acuna this weekend you're going down for the rest of the season and it's been you know anything and everything that can happen has happened and um, and they're still like I said you know they're still four or five games out of first place uh, in a bad division. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, do you I mean, think they're good? The playoffs. Like, do you think they're good, man? It just feels like they're not good. I don't. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. Uh, they they have good moments. They've got the, I think they have. 
you know, uh, uh, you know, they've got good players. Um, it's just they're not a great team this year. It's not the same team as you know, they've won, what, three or four straight, uh, you know, division titles, and they right. haven't uh, – with, with most of the same guys. Um, I don't know what that season's done that's, you know, not winning the games when they have won in years past. I don't know if it is the pitching and the, and the bull. It's weird. It's like when the bullpen does well, the pitching, the starting pitching yeah. does poor. You know, it's they can't put a full game together, a full series together, and that's really been the, the it's it's really been uh, hurting the Braves this year. What's the what's the mood like in that clubhouse uh, when Ronnie goes down? Uh, I I read some stuff from you actually. It seems like he's in good spirits, but what do, what do you take away from the clubhouse? I mean, I think, you know, when, they, when they're talking to the media, when they're talking to us and they're going on social media, you know, they're going to say everything is good, that they're yeah, you know, praying, right. for their, praying for their guy. But I think it's hard to ignore that, you know, a top 10 player in baseball goes down for the season and you're fine with that. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. he's not, it's not like he's a bench player or, or a pinch hitter that, you know, has a good game here or there. I mean, he is. Uh, you know, he's one of the three players that is your franchise um, and is, you know, the face of, you know, one of the faces of baseball. You know, Ronald Tunia, I think it was, it, it was very visible how much of an impact he has on the game, you know, with players across the country and across the globe and across sports, you know, not just baseball, you know, across sports media and uh, sports as a whole were, were, you know, giving him uh, words of uh, encouragement and, and, you know, telling them they, they're thinking about him. Um, and so that's just the impact he has. So, I mean, I think it's, hard for players and coaches to just ignore that um but you also have to realize you know since yesterday that you have to they're still you know play 73 games you know there's still baseball to be played and um though yeah it is a big loss i mean there's still gonna be someone's gonna have to play you know in the outfield someone's gonna have to lead off uh the rest of the season and it won't be ronald acuna so that sucks but um yeah, I mean, I think they're going to try to do well, but I mean, he is, and then also, you know, not even when he's playing, but, you know, in the, in the dugout, in the clubhouse, he is a guy that, you know, keeps the, um, you know, mood up. He, he's encouraging of, you know, guys, yeah, you know, he's playing. Spark, and, and, like he, yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy that definitely keeps the level headed, uh, both from veterans and uh, the younger guys. And so, I mean, he is. Uh, a guy that they're definitely going to miss both, you know, on the field, off the field, um, and then, you know, on offense, defense, and everywhere in the game. And um, it just, uh, it's a big blow for sure. And look, I've said that, I said this when Soroka's thing happened a few weeks ago, uh, when Albies and Acuna signed those deals, um, those long-term deals with the Braves or relatively long-term deals, they kind of got clowned a little bit. And if not shamed for setting the market a little too low, for those kind of players. Uh, but that's why you, you can't ever doubt a guy for taking guaranteed money like Ronald Acuna did because you never know. See Mike Soroka, like he may never get a three-year deal again his entire life. So at least so, yeah. uh, you know, at least Acuna has that. Um, McLean, I get frustrated when people try to claim Ronald Acuna as theirs. Like, oh, this is bad for the game of baseball. Like, it's such a shame to see one of the young stars. I just kind of want to be like, fuck all you guys. We just lost our best player. Like, we're not trying to rep the game here. We just lost the the Braves' best player. Like, we deserve <laughs> to feel bad for that. You don't get to claim feeling bad for it. Yeah, I mean, it's similar. Um, I, I'm trying to think of another. Like, like when Drew Brees went down, you know, I, I hate the Saints. You know, Drew Brees, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good for the community and stuff. Yeah. But when he went down, I, I was kind of like, it's uh, I'm fine with it. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. fine that the Saints quarterback, you know, the future Hall of Fame quarterback is out. 
um, it's kind of a summer thing. Yeah, I mean, he is, you know, one of the one of the guys that that's, makes the game enjoyable to watch and is good for for the sport. But he's also, you know, I'm sure I'm sure there's not a lot of Mets fans that are mad that they're not going to have to face Acuna, uh, you know, 20 more times this season. Or, or a lot of Phillies fans that are that are too bummed out about it. As as a diehard Hawks fan, I, I like to call myself a psycho Hawks fan. Yeah, you're a what, what, uh, where do you slot Trey Young in? Is it top 20? Is it top 10? Where do you go from right there? Right now? Yeah, I'm push, right now pushing pushing top 10, dude. No, 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 no. Right now, right now, right now. Okay, yeah. I was like, he's not even close to the top no, five. No. <laughs> you were like, what did I get myself into? The, the, the top five question is an all-timer, but I'm talking right now. You know what I mean? He's pushing top 10, right? I mean, you won't hear that outside that. of Atlanta. But Spencer, Spencer still thinks that the Trey Young thing – of him being slept on and underrated is still going on. Still happening. He's milking it's it. It's definitely still going on. No, it's you. not, bro. <laughs> bro. They recognize him as a, everyone knows he's a superstar. Tra- like, no Trav one doesn't I disagree. Trav doesn't I think it. even I think even as you know he went down in the uh, Milwaukee series. I think uh, you know against New York, against Philly, they were always oh he's he's good, but he's not you know that guy. And he I mean he he took down you know the Philadelphia Sixers and Sixers with you know a guy that. Probably should have won the MVP. He wasn't and, uh, that guy though. Before they beat the Knicks, he wasn't. He wasn't that guy because he he never won a playoff game. Not not even a game. Yeah, but he but he, but he, but he came out in the Knicks in his first game. Right, and then from there on, they, silence is one of the hardest places to play in, in the NBA. I just think, yeah. Look, I don't have to be convinced on Trey Young. I just don't think that there's as much hate as people make it out to be. Like it's louder than the amount of people it is. Everyone. That's rational about basketball. Like says that he's a superstar. No, when I he went down, when he went down, and Giannis was out, when they both missed time in that Bucks Hawks series, were, was the broadcast not essentially saying one superstar out for one team, one superstar out for another team? They're basically equating Trey Young with Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's a superstar. Yeah, the the broadcast does that, but that's that's not like so talking, who are you talking heads. about. We're talking talking heads. We're talking general population. Agree? You agree with this, McLean? Like run of the mill, run of the mill basketball guy yeah. that doesn't consider Trey Young. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. Okay, well I'll give you that, but uh, like, I think the media has come around and they've been around for a long time on Trey Young. I'm sold. A long, him. a long time is not. Well, correct. not I a think long time. Maybe the past two weeks. There maybe you go. A- after he, since after he's no longer a problem. Yeah, since they beat New York, I think. But I mean, what? Like, so where do you slot him in, McLean? Let, let's go ahead and figure that out. Like among, what did you say? So where would you slot him in? Would you slot him in top 20? Would you slot him in top 10, top 15? I think it'd be hard to find 10 better players currently. Agreed. Is he better, is he better than Russell Westbrook? Yes. I don't know. I mean, if you look over his career, no. But I mean, right now, well, I'm saying right that's now, what you would have to do is get, like just look at I, point guards. If I'm right now, if I'm you know picking five to to play on my pickup basketball game, I'm picking Trey Young over Russell Westbrook. What about over, Damian, what about Damian Lillard? Over Lillard, I want Lillard in my last thirty seconds of that game. For sure, I want him on the field. I want him on the court in the last thirty seconds. But okay, so definitely for, not for forty-eight Curry. minutes. <laughs> definitely not Steph Curry. Definitely not Kyrie. Right? I hate. No, Kyrie. he's better than Kyrie. I hate Kyrie, but like he's, he's better not. than Kyrie Irving. Honestly, what has Kyrie done? Nothing. Without, nothing. But I mean, like, out, outside of those two or three seasons with Cleveland, where he had 
you know, one of the best players in, in, in the history with him. What is what has Kyrie Irving done that Trey Young? Well, he it? figured out that the earth was flat, first off, bro. Yeah. Took a leave of absence too, so used his platform. Yeah, but, but Trey Young is the face of Atlanta sports with with a balding head, dude. With not <laughs> a great set of lettuce either. Like it's yeah, he's doing it in spite of his hair. He was he was the best player on an Eastern Conference Finals team. That like, Kyrie Irving like will got, never you got, do that. You got you got Dansby Swanson on one side, you know, with the, with the gorgeous oh hair. You got you know Trey Young on the other side with with not the greatest hair. McLean, there have been several people. To tell me that I look, I remind them of Dan Z. Swanson, a notably handsome guy. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Like, this is a real thing. I mean, your mom doesn't count, man. I don't no, know. Yeah, no, there we go. There we go. no. No, this was, it actually wasn't his mom. It was a drunk guy in a bar. Fair, so, fair. And drunk older guy in a bar. So. Don't ask a follow-up, McLean. <laughs> I know where you're going. Don't ask that question. Hey, we won't keep you much longer, Bax. I wanted to ask you, any similarities between the weirdness of this Braves start? And I know you're not covering it the way you did Georgia Southern in 2019. But that football team in Statesboro in 2019 had about the weirdest season of any sport for any team ever, from start to finish. I mean, it was just one story after another. And most of it had nothing to do with on the field play. Is there a little bit of that kind of going on with the Braves right now? It feels like the Freeman thing is getting bigger. Is Snicker on the hot seat? Are they going to be buyers or sellers? It seems like most of the questions are unanswered right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that 2019 season, I mean, we, 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 you, I think you and I could write, you know, 7,000 words about how obscure that season was. And it started back in, you know, mid-July. I mean, yes. it was... And it, and it goes through, you know, December where they lose in Orlando. I mean, that, that was a wild season that, that I don't think anybody's ever really recovered from. Um, but, uh, I mean, this season's definitely wild for the Braves. I mean, they hit, like, like you said, you know, there's, and, they're, and they're still kind of in the playoff hunt, I guess. Um, but, I mean, yeah, like the, the you know, contract issues with Freeman, the, you know, Snickers, you can't stick around, you know, the injuries, the, um, you know, arrests and uh, the just, you know, weirdness of the season, security that, that very few teams have to deal with. And I think it's just very fitting that it's to an Atlanta team. Um, you know, yeah, I think it's very, yeah. like, like this wouldn't, this would never happen to the Red Sox or the, um, Shit, no, you know, or the Marlins. There's, there's a lot to you. <laughs> like the Marlins have won the, a World Series. The Azuna stuff yeah. sets it over the top, dude. That, that just puts no, it what did top. we say? We said this, episode 61, Spencer, we said this. That when they, the voting law screwed the Braves. Yeah. The politicians screwed the Braves. When they moved that all-star game, they screwed them. Bad, bad tone set for the entire season. Not to mention Pablo Sandoval, the human anvil that just brings down every team he's on. Um, I think it's just crazy also that, you know, less than what? Human like ten like, like, like ten months ago, the Braves are one out from re reaching the World Series, and now yeah. we're here sitting talking about talking about maybe a rebuild. I mean, it, it, it's it's really remarkable. And again, I think that's just Atlanta sports in a uh, in a nutshell. All right, so um, thirty seconds or less. Can you send us to the water cooler, sounding knowledgeable about the Atlanta United? Can you give us like a couple names or like a stat or something? Um. They're not good. We want to be, about but we want to be soccer team. guys. Like, yeah, yeah, give yeah. Give us a term um, or something. So the big thing: once Martinez gets back, okay, it's, it's good. That's once, 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 
once Martinez is back, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to go on a run. 100%. What's his first name? It's Yusuf, right? Joseph, Joseph Martinez. Joseph like, Martinez. Like, like, like Jesus is dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that but is But with true. an F. It's not with a PH. It's with an F. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, dude, I'm already at the water cooler. Wait a cooler, second. Dude. What the hell, dude? Are you running the water cooler? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I can spell the guy's name. I'm just going to be like, listen, soccer guy that I'm arguing with, we're just waiting on Martinez, bro. Yeah. Trust the process. <laughs> Trust the process. We, we got to work the ball in the midfield, right? We got we to gotta get back, play some D, and then we're, we, we start on defense, right? That's who we are. Hey, McClure. No, for but, right. you know. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Damn it. You tried to do too much, dude. Yeah, I did, dude. I got in there. I'll mix Stick it up, Martinez. Stick with Martinez. McLean, how old are you right now? 23. So when do you go from being McLean to a Walter? Is it a natural progression, or have you asked about this or done research? or When, I, when, I, have my, when I have my fourth grandkid, I think that's when I make the switch. Fourth grandkid? <laughs> McLean is yeah. an objectively cool name, dude. Like, Thank no you. one can take that away from you. I just say I'm too young. Like, I've got... I've got a beard. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm too, I'm too, I'm too cool to have a Walter as a name. I don't, I don't know. Uh, do you think Maybe. a Walter would be chilling on the phone in an Atlanta coffee shop right now on the phone with the Hot Grits podcast? No. I don't think so. If he if he was, he'd be slipping straight espresso. That's a jab at you, Spencer. You stink. I do sip straight espresso on ice. <laughs> he, he hates the Hawks broadcast team. I tend to I like them. Neek. Yeah, he likes Neek, but he hates Bob Rathman. But Bob Rathman doesn't even move the needle for this guy, dude. Oh, this is for the TV? Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch. I don't watch. Uh, I'll listen to uh, uh, Holman. Steve Holman. Radio. Yeah, radio guy. Yeah, radio. Well, there you go, Trev. There you he, go. He just reads like a Dunkin' well, Donuts do... ad with like 30 seconds left in the game. Like the well, What I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll watch the game, turn the broadcast off, even if it's like TNT or ESPN, and, and listen to Holman's. Not, not to pull a, a, a you know, GS radio show. Yeah, dude, I was about to say. That's a big say. Did Danny Reed send you? That's a big time Walter move, though, right there, dude. That is, that is like 50 plus. That's the only people that do that. Well, well Walter, Walter wouldn't have the TV on. He would just have the radio. Yeah, that's true. He, 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 he can visualize it well better than, <laughs> better than, better than McLean can. But he's like, oh, don't touch the radio. It's fidgety. Yeah, I, yeah, only yeah, I can yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> McLean, um, top five. NBA players in no specific order, all time. You got Jordan, Kareem, LeBron, Magic, and Bird. Ooh, he went Magic and Bird. He almost identical in my top five, as well. He just. I went. think that's my order also. Oh. oh. Okay, repeat it then. I went, hand up. Wasn't yeah. fully listening. Yeah, I was just to the order. The you got you got Michael Air Jordan. Okay, heard of him. And then you got then you got Kareem. Ooh. Then you got LeBron James, Magic Johnson, and uh, Larry Bird. So you, like Shannon Sharp, not putting Kobe Bryant in the top five all time. Yeah. I mean, Kobe, Kobe's probably my favorite player of all time. Holy uh, shit. Now that's a big time but, uh, move to exclude your top, your favorite player from the top five. Well, he has a difference between favorite and best. For sure. You know? Big J move. Big J move. So... But I'm confident that I'll lock that in. Hey, have you uh, have you asked Ron Washington any questions or got a chance to meet him yet? I met him a few years ago, actually. Um, Where, at a coffee shop? The, 
<laughs> when I was with the Marietta Daily Journal, I did a story on him because uh, he and uh, I did a story on him and um, uh, Walter Banks, the uh, Braves usher. Talked to them oh, too. Yeah. At his, Dude, it's so, so uh, weird. When he said Walter Banks, I knew he was talking about that old black guy that was an usher for like a hundred years. Really? I, He's still there. He's still there. Is he still there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you played baseball, what would be your walkout song? Ooh, um, something good. I mean, something. Something that'll get the people going. Okay, Walter. Something Something that'll get the people going. (laughs) Yeah, something to get the people going. Dude, I like that answer. Open-ended. Hey, by the way, you got everything right this podcast. You did great, except Steph is better than Magic. That's that's the only note I have for you. Other than that, you know. (laughs) Well well done. done. No notes. Well, no notes. Other than Steph is better than Magic. I think think walk-up song is uh, Sunshine of Your Love. Just the opening part, you know, kind of, you know, Goodfellas with the, you know, the, the, the cigarette drag. That's that same vibe. It's like some BBQ seeds coming out the cheek. <laughs> I see you, Bax. All right, uh, follow McLean Baxley on Twitter at McLean Baxley. I'm a really good speller. Watch this: M C C L A I N Baxley, B A X L E Y. Perfect spelling, Spencer. Every time, uh, McLean. You want to plug anything else? AJC.com. Oh uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Um, follow me on Twitter. Interact with me on Twitter, and uh, you know. Do good things. One more. Okay. If you got time. Okay, I'll allow it. All right. What was it like growing up as a 14-year-old to 18-year-old in a town called Cumming, Georgia? Man, I'm, so I'm sitting in this coffee shop, and there are shirts right down there that say, I heart Cumming, and I'm from Cumming. What do you got? And, uh, and it's just, it just felt exactly like that. And, uh, you know, it makes things – you have to kind of repeat yourself. Uh, when I, get, I remember, you know, at uh, – Come your orientation. Uh, you have to you have to kind of repeat yourself, and uh, you're like it's spelled it's, it's spelled it's spelled exactly how you think it is, and uh, it's just it's just a good time. It's a good time for everybody. But, I mean, we're all from we're, I mean, truly we're all from coming. Yeah. You know? So in a so, way, there's a little bit of coming in all of us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, McLean. Can we end on that, Max? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys.